We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tries to win it. Hang your wins. The Missouri Tigers and the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War podcast on the Kansas City Sports Network. We're presented by 360 Vodka. I'm Jared Sutton, joined, as always, by Jeff Hawkins. We got a snow day edition podcast, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> I know you're home. You got you had your games canceled tonight. Got the kids at home, shoveling snow today. Yeah, How was the yeah. snow day today, man? Uh, so far, so good, man. You know, I got to sleep in a little bit. Uh, had to at least I had to wait till all the snow dropped before I could get out and do that and my son had virtual school so uh, he's old enough to where he can pick up the shovel and and, and do it himself but mom wouldn't let me get him out of uh, virtual school to come uh, <laughs> shovel some snow so I was doing some shoveling my back's a little bit that's uh, right back's a little bit sore but it's all right it's fun, that's a man. heck of a workout man oh it's that's a great a workout work. no it's man. the best workout man it is You'd be surprised. I remember my dad kind of throwing me out there when I, when we'd have school canceled and like, like, oh, shoveling snow this is easy. And I'd be dead tired. Oh, by yeah. The end oh of it. yeah. Those arms so, are dead. <laughs> dead tired. It's, it was uh, nice too. Cause I know you, you got a busy schedule. I was supposed to travel today to uh, Atlanta for a game. It got canceled. My flights got canceled. So a uh, great time to kind of dive into some, yeah. some hoops, talk Kansas, talk Mizzou uh, and get kind of up to speed with uh, it's It's hard to believe Jeff, there's only six games left. Uh, before crazy. before we get to conference tournament play, so this season is just flying by. Um, and a big night last night for Kansas, even though they didn't play, uh, with Baylor losing at Texas Tech, giving Kansas yep. a two-game lead in the Big 12. I know a lot of Kansas fans were watching that game last night. Great to see Patrick Mahomes in Lubbock, checking out the, the Red yeah. Raider game. And uh, he had a lot to say about the, the crowd, and I know that ruffled up some Kansas fans today, so that was fun to kind of read into that uh, in terms of that, that environment that was sweet last night. I don't know if you had a chance. It was a whiteout in Lubbock, yeah. and uh, those fans, man, the students get into it. And it's kind of weird just because you know, Chris Beard kind of put that together, I think. I mean, pl- playing against Texas Tech and, and Meyer, I know you had a chance to go to Lubbock a lot. Not a lot of fans when we played them um, when, when we went down to Lubbock, and now to see where, like, the fan support is. And, yeah where their program is, man. And obviously uh, went to the national championship with coach beard and now coach Adams is running that, that ship. And they've had a good year, uh, especially with one of their best players out. So um, it was, it was a big night for, for Kansas because they got a two game lead now and they still got to go to Waco. Um, they also have games in, uh, in Fort Worth against TCU, but they got a game coming up at West Virginia. We'll get to that in a second, but let's, let's recap the, the two wins for Kansas 
that last time we spoke, they uh, had just come off a loss at Texas, heartbreaking yeah. loss they gave away. They go home. Uh, they take care of two games against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You know, I, I will say the Oklahoma game, you know, it, I, I think Kansas made it probably a little harder than it should have been. Uh, they get away with a two-point win, but yeah. um, Oklahoma just kind of hung around. And it's kind of a weird game in terms of rhythm and momentum. Kansas gets the win. Um, but a game that was – Sort of just uh, – it shouldn't have been as close as it was, I would say, and Kansas able to win on a defensive stop. Uh, Jalen Wilson stopped late in the game to, to beat Oklahoma. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, that was a game that, you know, I don't think Kansas, you know, was hoping. They know, you know, anytime you get in the Big 12, whether home or away, anything can happen. But I don't think, you know, Kansas thought that uh, that game would be that tight. And, you know, they would be trailing, you know, kind of in that game in, in a crucial moment. And, you know, you got to – uh, Zach Clements, man, did a really good job as well, man, you know, stepping up, hitting some shots. Obviously, Jalen Wilson poured in 22 points that game and really stepped up uh, doing what he does. But, you know, that was a game that the, the Jayhawks could have let slip away. Uh, but it was one of those those games that when you still win, um, whether it's ugly, pretty, a win is a win. And I think, you know, uh, the Jayhawks, they do what they normally would do. Or they would break down film, figure out what they got to you know, what, what avenues and what uh, thing, little things that they need to do to fix it and then keep moving forward. And obviously you can tell kind of how they came out against the, the next game against o- uh, Oklahoma State. You know, Jeff, that Oklahoma game too, uh, one of the, the points that in terms of closing games out and winning games in February and March, free throw shooting, right? So yeah. important. Kansas missed nine free throws in the second half of that game. You know, so I, I think that's a big piece of this game of letting teams hang around and you can't afford to do that. And, and that's what they did against Texas. So it felt like, you know, yeah. a, a game that they're against circling and a game they they win, but probably a game they still probably looked at. And when they're watching film and talking about those final minutes, you got to make free throws. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a personal thing. And Kansas went 13 to 23 from the free throw line and nine of those misses were in the second half. And they really got to the line a lot in the second half. So I think that's yeah. part of the reason Oklahoma stays in the game. But let's talk about Jalen Wilson again, you know, 22 points, nine rebounds, eight to 12 from the field, right? Like yeah. super yeah. efficient. Um, My man, efficient. That's the efficient. word. That's, I know. That's, that's the word. That's, that's it he, is. He, he's been so he's when he's yeah. good, Kansas is good. Like he yeah. just adds such a different dimension. Christian Brown was really good as well. Um, I think I thought he was really good in terms of shooting the ball. He was six yeah. of 10, two or two from three. That's another efficient night. So um, both those guys really carried the torch. I did want to ask you though, about Zach Clements. Um, he's a kid that comes from sunrise Christian. Uh, great size can stretch yeah. it. He's a freshman, yeah. you know, it's, it's been probably a, a up and down freshman season, just not getting a lot of time, having an injury. Um, and then to, to get some minutes yeah. and, I think there's a place for Zach this year to play some spot minutes yeah. on the bench, especially in the NCAA yeah. tournament game with his ability to shoot the ball. Man, that's interesting that uh, you say that because, I mean, I just think anybody, any freshman coming in at KU, obviously this is a, a top-notch program. Uh, a lot of these starters and bench players, excuse me, bench players could be starters in, in other other programs for sure and, and be called so-called the man. But I think a lot of freshmen – they just got to be patient, man, because you might not get the time that you want during the regular season, exhibition, start a Big 12. But when you get your shot, and especially when it's at a crucial time, like right now, deep into the Big 12, they're still trying to – every game matters because you still want to make sure that you can close out being two games ahead. 
these he you're in a game that really matters. So, um, you know, kudos to him because you know he stayed patient, but he's just very versatile to what what he can bring to the Jayhawks. I mean, he showed little little glimpses. Uh, he can get up and down the floor, run the floor, stretch the defense. Uh, he can move his feet well uh, on the defensive end as well. And uh, I think one of the things that I like is that he can play with his back to the basket and get to his jump hook and, and kind of be successful and show that he has a nice feel and nice touch around the rim. So I, I know the Jayhawks are really excited about uh, and, the, and the coaching staff are excited about uh, the progression that, that Zach can continue to gain. I thought it was interesting. You, you take that game and then you fast forward to Oklahoma State and your two guys coming off the bench to play the most minutes off the bench is Zach yeah. and yes, yeah. you know, yeah. and these are two guys that we probably weren't talking about a ton um, at the beginning of the year. And now all of a sudden, it, I think it goes to, it's what I appreciate a lot about coach yeah. self too, is look, if you're going to earn minutes, you're going to play, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, and I appreciate that. He, he's not stuck in just, mm -hmm. this is my rotation. These are my guys. You know, yeah. he, he if, if a guy's going to go in and give you quality minutes and be productive, you're going to get a shot. Right. Yeah. That, and that that to me is that's that's what any freshman wants. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, that's not always the case at other programs. Yeah. But I think if you're a freshman, you're like, hey, if coach is going to just throw me in a game, even if it's a blowout too, like yeah. even when you're getting in and mop up duty, those are valuable minutes. Yeah. Like, you know that for a fact too. Like, sure. it, it, those are minutes that, that you have to, you can't just go in and just jack shots and just, mm -hmm. oh, the game's out of hand. No, these are minutes that you're getting and now you need to earn those minutes. So I think it's really interesting just kind of adding those two players now getting more minutes. Let's see how that continues. But you're talking two guys, especially at a, at a guard position and at a forward position yeah. that could add some depth to this team. Yeah. And, and that's obviously where, uh, I mean, the, the Jayhawks have been pretty solid at guard play, but obviously with Remy, you know, being out, they still need that one one guard that can come in, whether it's from a scoring perspective or a defensive perspective, can come in and kind of change his game. And I think that's what uh, Joe, Joe's been doing. Uh, yes, Afu, that's what he's been doing. Uh, he's been bringing on the defensive end, and when he can have the ability to knock down that outside shot, uh, that just takes a lot of pressure off of off of Oach and and CB for having to do some things. And obviously, uh, when you can have Zach uh, being another big body to help out David to relieve a little pressure from him, uh, from having to do everything that he can for the big. You know, that's the one thing Jayhawk fans got to understand. David McCormick is the only big. We're used mm -hmm. to having. Uh, the Morris twins, Robinson. I mean, think about all the bigs that that played together, and then they had a bench that could come in and help out as well. So that hasn't been the case, and it's just fallen on all the all the blame and all the fault has fallen on, on David. And to have a guy like Zach that can now show that he can do produce positive minutes in gameplay, that relieves some pressure off of David. And I think uh, that's kind of what the Jayhawks need right now. It just gives you a different look, too. I mean, I, yeah. I know Kansas fans always want to talk about the Villanova game and the Final Four with Devontae and Sfi, where you know where that, that Villanova team, they had five guys that could just face it. And yeah. it was tough to guard. And, you could, and I think the fact that Coach Self is more open to playing David at the five, but then having a, a guy like Jalen Wilson who can make threes at the yeah. four, right? And then Zach can make threes, and he can go in the game at the four. And to yeah. your point, it's, it's different than just your traditional two yeah. bigs, four, five. Yeah. Right. And, and, and Myers, Jeff with Cole Aldrich, right. Like yeah. where you're four or five. I mean, and, and look, size matters. Like it, it, I, 
owning that pain is something coach self is going to do that, they, yeah. that, that owning that pain on both ends. <laughs> yeah. But now I think there's just an evolution a little bit of, Hey, we, we need also an ability to stretch it and make perimeter shots. Yeah. And that's something Kansas struggled with last year. You know, they, they struggled to shoot threes. They, they, they were inconsistent in that area. It snake bit them a couple times and now they got guys that can step up and make shots and Ochai's leading them. But I, yeah. I think, I think Jalen Wilson making shots and Zach making shots and, Hopefully, yeah. again, we hopefully we're talking about Remy Martin being fully healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's another that's another X factor here too with with yeah. Remy and, and and him coming back. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how the flow of everything goes when when Remy does get back because you know Joe's been playing uh, really good uh, for the for the Jayhawks right now. So it's going to be interesting to see how how Coach uh, manages those those minutes between the guys that have now that have been really stepping up and showing that they can, they can help this team out. Jeff, I wanted to ask you just kind of your experience um, with six games to go. Kansas looks like the favorite to want to run away with another big 12 championship. Um, You know, obviously no game is promised. Kansas should be favored in every game. And as you know, every night in the big 12 can't overlook anybody can't give away a game. Your team's, you know, I think you guys kind of were in this conversation of around mid-February. There was a lot to play for with the target and the bullseye being on your back, right? Yeah. How do you, I guess, in terms of looking ahead, not looking too far ahead, right? One game at a time. As a player, put yourself back in that kind of your playing shoes. What was that like to just focus in on each game, like not looking too far ahead, like, Hey, we're at West Virginia. We can't be looking at the Baylor game that's coming up in Waco because I, I think young players sometimes get yeah. caught up in that, and that's where your veteran leadership comes in. But like Kansas has a lot to play for right now. Yeah. Not just the Big Twelve, a one seed. You know yeah. they can play themselves into a good position. And you had this every year when you were at Kansas. How do you take the end of February? Because to me, the end of February is the most critical part of the season. Yeah, because you have to be playing your best basketball before you start March. Can you like reflect and remember about those kind of years yeah. when, when you guys were playing for a lot? Yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, I think the, the, the key word that kind of sticks in, especially in the month of February, and you touched on it too. Like to me, it's like, it's, it's, we're just, it's, you're locked in. It's just this lock in and it's that the enjoyment and the process of, of being locked in. Obviously, you know, uh, you, you, you look what's ahead of the schedule. You kind of know your opponents, but everybody kind of looks uh, just a little bit ahead, but we try not to look ahead and just focus, you know, one game at a time. And I think uh, at least from my experience being a Jayhawk, you know, yeah, you want to win the big 12, but you want to win every game and you want to prepare yourself and you want to treat every game like it's your last, because like you talk about everything that the Jayhawks are doing from the start of the season, preseason, no matter what it is, is working its way up to try to compete and contend for a, a national championship. So uh, you have to have that locked in mode. Yeah. You have to know what your schedule is, who you're playing. Yeah. That's just the, the uh, that's just how the game works. You, that's what a schedule's put in place for. So you can see who you know and prepare who you're going to play, but you have to, the good ones are the ones uh, the great ones are the ones I believe that can really, like you talked about, just focus like a six games. Yes, there are six games, but no game is more important right now than that West Virginia game. Those other games are going to be important too, but no game is more important than this West Virginia game. And then when that game gets done, it goes down to the next and you just keep working your way down 
until the season ends and then you start it over again next year. But I think it's just that lock, that locked in mindset of, you know, this next game is at all that matters. We have to, we have to take care of business this game before we can start thinking about this next game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I think locked into is is everyday habits, right? Even in yeah. practice and. I also think it's important, like once you hit this mark in the season and you're you're ironing out rotations, I know Remy's going to come back and who knows what those minutes are. Like maybe you're playing 22 minutes in one game and you're playing five the next game coming yeah. off the bench. How's your attitude going to be? You know, that's that's critical. And I think something that's that's some coach self has done such a great job of yeah. at Kansas is he doesn't put up with any of that stuff. Right. Like yeah. there's you're not bigger than the team. And everybody's hands on deck to try to win a game. And that's, you better be locked in. I, I think that's another big part. Like you can be locked in day of game, but you also got to be locked in the practice before yeah. the scout, the shoot around. Like you cannot afford to take anything for granted, I think, around this time of the year. And not that you're taking anything for granted at the beginning of the year, but like they, they, they give a game away at Texas. Well, that's a tough yeah. loss. You don't want to be doing that in the NCAA tournament, obviously your season's done. So there's these learning lessons that you can go through, but then there just comes like to your point about being locked in, there just comes a point where, Hey, we have to take what we've learned and we have to apply yeah. that and we have to be locked in. And our attention to detail has to just be ramped up even yeah. higher. And these players, like you're right. And these players know, they know coach self. They know if you don't take each game seriously, you might be sitting on the bench for the next 12 games that's because right. the next guy yep. that's sitting next to you or sitting across from you from your locker or you share you're a roommate with them. He's trying to get those minutes and he's trying to do everything and he's taking he's locking in game game by game because he wants those minutes. So I think it's kind of a, a give and take. And, you know, they know Coach Self and Coach Self knows them. So I think that's really uh, that's that's really uh, important what you just said about that. 
So Kansas goes to West Virginia on Saturday, then they turn around, they host K State, yeah. and then go to Baylor. So so big games ahead. They got yeah. a couple games with TCU, and then in the year at home against Texas. So some big games ahead, especially the rematch tough game six too. Games, like, man, that's a tough, tough six. six <laughs> it is. I mean, and that, don't you can't overlook TCU. No, those are back to back too. Yeah, those are back to back. So this isn't going to get any easier. And it, it was asked. It was asked to me today of like. Well, you think Kansas probably has this, you know, now with the, the Baylor loss uh, yeah. last night, Kansas, and I thought, well, yeah, they're gonna be favored, but like, there's still like six games hey. is a lot, and and one <laughs> hey, of those hey. is at Baylor. Hey, so, that park is just getting bigger, man. Exactly, <laughs> man. It feels that way too. It's just like I'm sure K State's like, dude, let's, hey, we got to beat them. I don't want them to win it. Baylor's like, we got revenge. TCU's like, hey, let's just go ahead and split one out of two at least. <laughs> And Texas it's, is like, hey, man, we got Jarrence over here now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's sweep them. So it's right. tough, man. That's exactly right. You know, and it's it's, it's funny, too. Like, it, on one hand, you're like, man, Baylor lost. You got a two-game lead. But then all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second. Now it's just got kicked into overdrive where everybody's going to be tra- looking to knock, you know, you, yourself <laughs> yeah. off. And I, I, I was at um, I was at the K-State-West Virginia game on Monday. And, it, you know, it's interesting. They're, they're a team that's that's definitely struggled. But yeah. they, they got a couple guys that can score it. Um, mm-hmm. Tash Sherman's, I think, second in the Big 12 in scoring, and he's tough, man. Mid range, he he can be a little inconsistent, but he uh, he's got he can shoot it off the bounce, he can make tough shots, contested shots, he can hit yeah. threes with range. And I just Sean McNeil, that's a name of a lot of you know Big 12 fans know he can yeah. shoot the ball, he's got extra, so you never know, especially on the road, like teams can get hot, so. Yeah. A long way to go. Hey, and, and West Virginia knows what it feels like to beat KU at absolutely. Home. So so does TCU. So so does Baylor. So and Morgantown is just man. a Morgantown is just a different environment, man. Yep. It's it's a hostile environment. Like that 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 fan base gets on you, and the way the building's designed too. I mean, it just gets yeah, it gets loud. So that's uh, some big games ahead for Kansas, but they're in a good sure. spot, good spot right now, especially trying to fight for for that one seed. So. Yeah. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about Mizzou. Um, you know, last time we we had had talked, they were playing at Vanderbilt. Game they lost. Um, they were coming off a win in College Station at the time, so it, there was yeah. some positive momentum. They did beat Ole Miss. So they they mm-hmm. swept Ole Miss and got a good win um, last Saturday against Ole Miss at home. A game that Missouri scored seventy four points in. Uh, offensively, they they were very good. Um, and they got really good production from Javon Pickett, who was put back in the starting lineup. Kobe Brown was efficient again, um, yep. had five assists, led them in assists. Um, so his passing ability has been a, has been a positive. But man, Mizzou turned around on on Tuesday night and, and got smacked again by Arkansas. And you know, Jeff, since Mizzou's left the Big Twelve, Arkansas's kind of been this forced rivalry, right? The, yeah. the battle line rivalry, as they call it. And Arkansas has just put it to Mizzou twice now. Uh, Missouri scored 27 points in the first half. They only had 30 in the second half, but gave up 46 to Arkansas, and the game was over really at the half. Um, Missouri did not do a good job in terms of shooting the basketball. They didn't get to the free throw line a lot um, and just didn't get a lot from from Kobe Brown either. He just went three for ten from the field. So it continues to be a grind yeah. for this team. Um, they've been hey, able but not to- a bad grind. Not a bad grind. It's very though. true. Hey, but look, look. Our, hey, to me, I say like, the first Arkansas game, no, it was like 87 43. Yeah. So, I mean, Missouri had one like, of the worst first halves, and I mean, historically, yeah. one of the worst first halves they've had. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, they held them, they held them, they held Arkansas to 76, and they got 
you know, 14 more points than they did the first time. So, I mean, to me, again, Missouri, keep keep getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you again down the road. You don't want that matchup. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You don't and, want that you know, matchup. Missouri's gotten – obviously, they've already been eliminated from, you know, SEC contention, and, and they'll obviously have an opportunity, hopefully, to, to win a game in the SEC tournament. But then their season's going to be done. So they're looking at six, seven games, and then it's it's a wrap. And you look at their games ahead. They have a winnable game against Georgia, probably a winnable game against South Carolina. Outside of that, there's some they go they they go to Mississippi State on on Friday actually tomorrow, and then they yeah. host Mississippi State for the makeup game that was canceled for COVID. They have Tennessee and LSU still on their schedule. I mean that that's a tough haul, yeah. and I think Mizzou fans are especially just the pulse I get from the fan base and questions I get from from you know Mizzou fans and and people in Columbia that really follow the program is where are we headed? Like, what's the direction of the program? What, what, what is there to really sink your teeth into and get excited about? And I think it's a valid question because you look at where this team's at. And I mean, especially from the year prior, right. They make an NCAA tournament. They were at one point ranked 10th in the country last year. They lost a ton. They added a bunch of transfers. Uh, They have freshmen that have, you know, been up and down a little bit this year. And it really just, it's, it's been a disappointing season but they have competed. They they were blown out a lot at the beginning of the season. Something we touched on is they have been in games, and but it almost feels like yeah. them being in games is the win. Um, you know, just being competitive. But this team lacks talent, and the question is where where does this program go from here? And there's some big decisions to be made after the season. But I still think there's a chance for for this program to make a statement if they could pull off a couple wins, even a, an upset yeah. here and there to help themselves. It, I think it would, they would feel a little bit better about themselves because, because no, even if you're not playing for the NCAA tournament, you do not want to end your season on a negative note where you lose six, seven games in a row. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a terrible way to end the season. So there's, I, I don't want to say there's not anything to play for because I, I think you, ha- you have to be inspired. If you're a player, you have to play, yeah. like you're, you're a college athlete, you're a competitor, you should be a competitor and you should want to win. So there's still things to play for. I think there's a little bit of a moral compass there um, that that's talking, but it's, it's a challenge. I, you were never in that situation. I was never in that situation either with our teams. So I can't imagine how, how hard that is, but this team is going to have to finish the year on a high note or, or yeah. not in this, maybe high notes, not the right word, but finish with, with a little bit of a confidence to you. Yeah. Like, Hey, we ended the year on a good note going into yeah. the off season where maybe we can build on something. Yeah. And even if that means, Losing six in a row. I mean, yeah, I know it sounds bad, but like if 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 you if you're watching, man, and you know, you know, you know how you feel when you watch your guys playing, you know how you competed in the level that you guys play at. If you can see that level of play and they're coming up short, I think you're like, man, okay, all right, that's something to work with. But like they were playing intensity wise they were sharing the ball they were just getting after it they just came up short they were outmatched they were outnumbered whatever it may be um but again i do i I fully understand like definitely what you're saying it would be it would be such more of a statement out of these next six games go steal two go steal two of these six yeah or more or at least one or at least one but like go 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 steal a couple Go go see if you can split with Mississippi State, and then go 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 challenge every one of these teams because you got to have that mindset too, where like you just don't care. 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care right now. But, you know, I care for my school. I care for my family. That's, you know, the, the things that you the, these players play for. They got to step on, a, on that court like, man, I don't care. Like, I'm about to just go hard. And whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to – I'm going to – I'm not going to stop until the game ends. And yep. if we win, we win. We lose, we lose. But everybody in that stands, whether it's the, the winning team and you're at a home game, those the, their their fans will respect you when they know they'll respect that opposing team. Like man, they played their they played their butts off, and so are your fans too. So I think if they can play these next six games, like they don't care about anything. They they but just working hard and finishing the games out. Don't care about the outcome. Just give it everything you got. Some some positive is gonna happen out of that. Something yeah. positive is gonna happen out of that. And they get a lot of these games. They get three of those games at home, right? They get Mississippi State, Tennessee. Yep. Um, and then they have Georgia, which is a very winnable game. Uh, and I think a game the they, they should – That last game, yeah. yeah. So I circled that one. I I think you could say, hey, that's a must win for you guys. Like yes. you should you should take it as a must win. Um, it probably helps you too in the seeding standing in, in yep. terms of what, where you're going to be playing in, in Nashville for the SEC tournament. Um, to give yourself maybe a better chance to win a game in Nashville. We've seen, you know, those things happen too. So, you know, it's just, we've hit that point in the year where you're mid February and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And some teams are, are fully ramped up for an NCAA tournament and playing for seating and, and playing for an outright regular season championship. And then the opposite, right. With Mizzou where they're not playing for anything. And how do you get yourself up? And how do you c- compete? And I, it's it's almost like you're it's two different conversations. Yeah. And but it, at the end of the day, you're you're still a competitor, and you know you're still on scholarship, and you know you're you're still repping the school on the front of your chest, yep. and you better bring it. And you know I, I think you learn a lot about yourself too. I think Conzo's going to learn a lot about guys, no matter what happens, no matter what happens with with the, with players transferring, because I know that's such a hot topic now. Yeah. Of, who's leaving and what's the recruitment look like. And I'm, that is a conversation, but you shouldn't be thinking about that right now. You should be finishing the season as on a high note, as, as, as on much of a high note as you can. And hopefully some players can have some positives from it. Right. Especially Javon Pickett's a senior. This is it for him. Why would you not give everything you got? Yeah. Right. Just play your butt off. It's going to be the last time you lace them up in the sec, give everything you have and, and just see where the dust settles at the end of the year. Um, yeah. so I, 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 yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, but, hey, but that's for any player too. say yeah. the, the guy that wants to get into the transfer, uh, transfer portal. All right. You still got to play your butt off too. Otherwise you're not going to get to where you probably want to get to right. that portal. So you still got to Like everybody has a job to do. And this is where, this is where looking ahead matters. I think yep. you need to be thinking about where you're at for the guys that can come back and play. And for the guys that I want to play even past, you know, professionally, this is your chance right now to look ahead. Where do you want to be at a year from now? These these next six games are going to have some type. They're going to have they're going to be mixed into the pot of how that's going to formulate you where you're going to be at a year from now, whether you believe it or not. So go all heart. You might have the best game of your life in that that six games that might put you on a map or put the school on a map. You never know what could happen in those six games. But if you don't look at it that way, you look at it, it's like, oh, man, we got six games, yada, yada, yada. Then don't expect anything big to happen. But if you look at it, if you look ahead and see where you want to be at and you can put forth 
the work ethic in these last six games and just pour it all into that, some big something's good gonna something good is gonna happen when you right, give that, it your all. That's just how it works. It's the eye in the sky, right? Don't lie. Like the film, yeah. don't lie. And coaches <laughs> are gonna be pouring into film. And if you're if you're if you're thinking of transferring, you better not be running from your own problems, right? I yes. think that's the worst thing yes. you can do is when yes. you know it's it's maybe not a coach man. And who knows? Every, there's reasons to transfer. Yeah, all there's all sorts of reasons. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think there are more times than not, there's players leaving because maybe they don't want to address what they need to address, right? Yep. And you every Nine game's times an out of <laughs> Yeah, and you also got to think too, like how many guys wouldn't give anything and everything to just lace them up, even when you don't have anything to play for, right? I mean, yeah. like, it's an opportunity, right? It's a, it's a privilege to get out there and play and compete, um, especially against SEC competition. Yes. Like that, that's yeah. that's fun. Like, it's fun. Yeah. You need to make it fun for yourself, right? You need, yep. to, you need to not worry about record or what, you know, what's going noise around you. Just compete and play. Enjoy the game. That's why you're doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, and that, that's and that's, 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 be selfish. That's that's right. That's right. It's the same thing too for for like I think you you bring up a great point. Like it's the same thing for you know a player on Kansas's roster that's competing for an NCAA tournament. Like it's fun, but like get lost in and not you know yeah. worrying about everything that happens in a game. Right? Don't worry mm-hmm. about making them like mistakes happen. Enjoy it. Have fun. Compete. You know, love being around your teammates. Embrace every moment in terms of bus rides and team meal. Like because you, you're yeah. never like like you know, man. It go. It's four years. I miss you know, that stuff, and, man. I miss that stuff too. That's some <laughs> stuff I miss the most, right? Like that's those are the best times when when you're <laughs> mixing up with your guys on a post plane ride after a win. Like that that's yeah. a great that's a great feeling, you know. Those 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 and once you're especially as you get older, man, you know those. It, it especially when you when your season ends and hopefully it's in the NCAA tournament, it's abrupt and it's over. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. So. Yeah. Lots of lots of cover uh, as we, we get closer to March, man. It's gonna be here before we know it. We're yeah. talking, you know, Big keep Twelve, fun. SEC more tournament. fun, more be, fun. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is great. It, it, I know. It's almost like you work through the year to get to. Yeah, the fun no, March. for this real. Is, this is when it gets fun. This is where everybody gets happy, man. And March is right around the corner too. So I know everybody's talking now about like, oh, who's gonna win the conference. I know, I man, know. yeah, God, I can't, I can't believe there's six games left. It's gone. It's gone fast. I know. So I, it has. Jeff, appreciate it, man. Good to, good to connect with you, man. Good luck with uh, with your team here as uh, we we get ready for for. I know you guys are getting ready for districts, right? Is yeah, right? getting ready for districts. Yep, March second, I think first High game playoff. So, yeah, hoops, I know. man. Yeah, that's what it's all about, dude. I love it. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Tunkle Franklin too, who you always bet, runs Tucker. the operation for us, our, our boy. Um, so always uh, always fun, Jeff. We'll, we'll catch you up uh, here soon. Talk about some some more Mizzou Kansas hoops. Hey, you betcha, man. Have a good one.